Hi, this is Francine, the Lucid Dream from the Pink Room, David Lynch Burlesque. We're excitedly gearing up for our biggest show of the year, the fifth annual Miss Twin Peaks pageant at Joe's Pub in New York City. Hope to see you there on January 30th. Welcome to this week's edition of Twin Peaks Unwrapped. I'm your host, Brian Kazowski, and beside me, as always... Ben Durant. Hello, Ben. Hey, Brian. How are you? <laughs> Good. <laughs> long time. It has. Well, I mean, nobody else knows it's been, but it's a long time. <laughs> I know. I'm breaking the fourth wall yeah, by saying always, that. Always. We're always breaking I know. So what are we doing today? Uh, well, you know, one of our favorite shows is coming back on Fox. This Sunday, X-Files is coming back from the dead... Uh, with six brand new episodes, so we felt we could take a break from Twin Peaks for one week and uh, make it a X Files episode. Right. And as I'm going to share, and uh, you're going to share that there's there's things in there that are kind of related mm. to Twin Peaks. There's a, there's several actors that uh, were on Twin Peaks that are on X Files. Actually, there's at least fourteen. Actors that were in Twin Peaks that were on X Files. Some of them are very minor characters, like Sid was the uh, like the judge's assistant on Twin Peaks. She's like the Jersey Devil or something like that. So there's yeah. like some very minor characters. I think we might focus on just a few um, more major characters that were on, on Twin Peaks. Wow, I didn't know fourteen. At least fourteen. At least fourteen. <laughs> at least fourteen. Oh my god, you blew my mind. I, I thought originally it was like maybe like. Five, yeah, eight. eight. Big, the big characters. I mean, the the, the big yeah. actors. There's probably about you know four or five, six. Or we never got that Cooper Mulder crossover episode though. I, well, I'm sure. How I think, cool would that be? That would be so cool. <laughs> there's people out there who I think have done fan fiction. Fit, yeah, fan fiction that have done that. That would be really cool. Yeah, yeah. In another be. world, another time. <laughs> so I thought we could start off with uh, talking about the pilot, and I really feel it's a, yeah. a homage to Twin Peaks. At least some of it. It's like there's yep. too, there's just too many coincidences to me not think that there's a little nut to Twin Peaks. Yeah, you you're going to have to be my um my eyes on this one. I rewatched the pilot um and I also rewatched the episode Shapes. Now, should I t- should we tell everybody why I watched the episode Shapes? No. Or do you want it to be a surprise? <laughs> yeah, be a surprise. We Let's have a surprise it. interview a little bit later on. Yeah. Um so the pilot episode, you're going to have to be my eyes because I did watch the pilot and I've seen the pilot multiple times. Right. But I've only seen the uh, Twin Peaks pilot once or twice. Yeah. Once when I watched it, once with you. And did you see it when it originally came out? X-Files, yes. Yeah. Yes. So you're- yeah, I mean, X-Files was like Twin Peaks for you. I watched that show, uh, me and my dad, the first episode, Fox Friday Nights. Right. I was in high, like middle school, going into high school, and see, I stayed home and I watched TV. They were like my favorite shows, Friday Night and Fox. You had like X-Files, Millennium, um, The Lone Gunman. Uh, Did you ever the, see Harsh Realm? Harsh Realm. It was like um, a virtual reality. Yes, Harsh Realm. With, that, that yes, that was a good show. Right, it had a lot. The guy who who plays Locke and Lost, he was like the colonel or something like that. It was such a cool show. I don't think anybody watched it. I did watch it, that, and I remember the episode with Penn, Penn from Penn and Teller ah. when they're on the bus 
with Daryl Hannah. Okay, I, I don't remember. even remember that. I, I uh, have the DVDs. I'll yes, and then sliders. You know, right, let's not get too sliders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, I watched all those shows. So before, and this was before a good we show. get into the pilot, uh, yeah. real quick, uh, what are your thoughts about the, the? You know, this weekend it comes back. I mean, I have been very like. This is how a diehard Twin Peaks fan f- is going to feel yeah. when that weekend approaches. That when Twin Peaks hits Showtime, and I'm very excited for that too. Now that I'm into Twin Peaks, but X Files was the show that I gravitated toward when I was younger, and I loved it and embraced it. Good times and the bad times, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited to see them two back on the screen. Yeah. And I watched the YouTube video of what it's going to be about, and I kind of wish I didn't because it does give you some tidbits of what's going to happen in the six episodes. Um, but it was like, I can't, I just got to watch it. And I'm very excited. I'm very awesome. excited. And I think there's a few episodes you've missed. I, 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 yes. I, I, I should make a list for you. We don't need to do it now, but there's like, there's like maybe there's an episode. Mythology episodes. Mythology episodes. Do you know anything about, um, anything about, how can I put this, about relationships between Mulder and Scully? Yeah. And I stuff? mean, I kind of know what happened. The last two to three episodes of that show, I didn't have cable. Yeah. I lived on my own. Couldn't watch it. But you just got a gift, didn't you? Was it and a Christmas I got, gift? Yeah, I got a Christmas present. I got the Blu-ray set. Awesome. So my plan is to maybe binge watch the last season okay. before. So here's what I recommend. There's an episode where <laughs> Scully gives birth. You got to see that. Okay. And but is it like, their it's son? It's not the season finale. But so. it's not their son, Well, then it? you got to watch it to find out this and stuff. There's, there's an episode... There's an episode of I, I'll get you them, but it's like the okay. last, it's the season finale. I want to say the season finale of season seven, but it might be eight. Maybe it's eight. And then there's one called William. You got to check out. That's the name of the title is William. And of course, you got to see the last episode of the series, and which I know are, about. I know yeah. what happens. So in you that only one. have a few days, so at least see those. Yeah, at least see those. See the one. I mean, I gotta. I wish I could remember the name of it, but it's a really great episode. With uh, the birth of a child and stuff, and I'll, I'll get you. You tell me the names, I'll watch them. Okay, I'll, I'll so. send it to you. But I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited too because I know. You know, my wife now. We were in college together, and uh, I was like, I had to watch X Files, and she yeah. watched it. She liked it and stuff like that. And one time we were running late, and it's like we're gonna like we were in college, and we were at the door. And I was like, we're gonna have to run to make it, and she's like. <laughs> And she says to me, I'm not going to run. And, and then she's like running. <laughs> it's like, I guess I am running. And we, we made it in time. But yeah, it, that yeah. was something that was fun for us. By then it was on Sundays. And we, we yes. would watch it on Sundays together. And stuff. Yep, so, I remember that. Yeah, so I'm sure we'll be watching it. To, actually, we are going to watch it together. And we over the holiday break, we started re-watching some episodes. So nice. I, I had to watch a, the, the Christmas episode. Do you remember that? It's like... Um, so go it, it, the the house is haunted and Mulder convinced Scully to it's I think season six so I don't okay. know if so, but he had to convince Scully to go to this haunted house and <laughs> but it's a, it's Christmas it's Christmas Eve and it's a very Christmassy episode and nice Millennium episode in season seven they actually have uh, Frank Black and it's talking about the end of the world, world. two thousand you know like and, and so, he got his own show. He had his own show. So this is this takes place after his show ended and basically cuz he didn't even make it to the millennium. He didn't make it to 2000. Yeah. So it's a crossover. He comes on to <laughs> X-Files and they kind of wrap up the millennium story. That was cool how they yeah. X-Files did spin off a couple good shows. I mean, yeah. they didn't last, but it was still entertaining. Cool. So the pilot, we're talking uh, you were talking September 10th, 1993. Yep. I just want to do like a little clip of it's close to the opening of of the pilot. Can we turn her over? Karen Swinson. Is that a positive ID? She went to school with my son. Would that be the class of 89, detective? 
It's happening again, isn't it? So it, that's the only part when I was watching this that I had any connection with Twin Peaks. Yeah, so I mean, it's to me, it's a homage. I mean, we're talking mm. this this um, this episode takes place in the Northwest, which is Oregon. Where, Oregon. Oregon. It's not yeah. in Washington State, but it's yep. stored in Northwest, just like Twin Peaks yep. was. Twin Peaks, the timeline. I mean, it was. It aired in 1990, 91, but the time period is 1989. So it's funny that he says, is that the class of 1989? It's like, huh, Twin Peaks is set. Interesting, yeah. And then we had this, so what we were watching there was a dead body, a, a girl body with her face down in the on the ground, and they had to turn her over and, and you know. Just like. Just like Laura Palmer. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, what else did I have? I, was there, what did I mean? Oh, and then he goes, it's happening again. And it's like, uh, clearly, I mean, to me, that's a reference that the giant says, it is happening again. I mean, it's just. Wow, see, I didn't get any of that. Right. I, yeah, and yeah. And then who, who comes in to investigate it? The FBI. We have, you know, Mulder and mm -hmm. Scully who come in it. And so I don't know. There was definitely right there, and I think I mean I don't want to focus too much on the other, uh, the rest of this, the show, or the pilot. But yeah. I felt like at least that opening was very much. It, there was just too many coincidences to me that it's, it takes place in the woods, and we have this this body here. So it's more like winks and nods right. to diehard Twin Pink Peaks fans, or maybe or maybe they were just fans of Twin Peaks. Yeah, probably and they were. were. Like, they probably were. Kind of, yeah. So they were like, we want to make a show, but they probably were fans of the show because i wouldn't have caught any of that if it weren't for you right. and you're a diehard fan so you'd know um if if i'd seen twin peaks a million times and i would have caught those references so i feel like they're 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 pr clearly a wink and a nod to the fans of that show yeah i think so and I mean, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm crazy. And of course, you know, we know David Duchovny was uh, in Twin Peaks. Yeah, I mean, and he... it's funny because the last time I saw him, he was Denise. And then I, I watched, I rewatched the pilot, and it's just like, oh my god, what if he was like, okay, I'm done being Denise. I'm gonna be Fox Mulder, <laughs> Spooky Mulder. That's funny. <laughs> so then another episode would be um, Shapes, Shapes, which has uh, Michael Horse, uh, who played Hawk. And he is in it, and I'll just, I mean, there's there's no real important... Uh, now here, I have a theory. Do if, you? Not to interrupt you, I'll let you finish, but I have a theory. Wait, tell me your theory. So, uh, if no one's familiar with this episode, Shapes, it takes place in a Native American, um, uh, what would you call it? Refuge, um, or um, a Native American... Um, yeah, I, I lost it too. I would, but, but I know what you're saying. The it's community, a, a community, but, right. Native American community, um, and Michael Horse, aka Hawk, plays the sheriff, and yep. I have his name. Now, my theory is this: I, he's Sheriff Tescany, Tescany. Yeah. Um, and he's like no nonsense sheriff. He seems sort of like I've been here. I've done this. Like, he doesn't really, he, he never is shocked by much in this episode. He's just kind of like, he, yeah, yeah, I'm going to help you out. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get that. Well, I mean, I think, I don't know if it's said in the episode, but that, you know, the Na Native Americans have had problems in the past yes. with the FBI or the government and stuff like that. So he's, so and, and it's funny because my theory would be like, so Hawk would leave Twin Peaks eventually 
And maybe he went here to have a new life, and he became sheriff. Right. And actually, you know what? He always deserved to be sheriff. I mean, yeah. he was, the, you know, it was never Harry Truman who figured everything out. It was, it was always Hawk. Hawk. Hawk was always the one that, I mean, he Hawk was the one always saving Truman. Yes, and- <laughs> yes. So my theory is he leaves, and he becomes sheriff of a Native American community, which rightfully so he should be. And um, Maybe he you changes his name. Fan, you should do your own my fan own fan fiction. fiction. Yeah. Why don't we play? Why don't we play a clip here, sure, uh, just to sure. get a little soundbite? So we've got uh, Mulder meeting the sheriff. Or I don't know if I have. A... I read the report of your investigation into the Gooden Snake homicide. It was very good, it was thorough, professional. But what I want to know is off the record. What do you think really happened? Your explanation, Agent Mulder, is lying on that burial platform. Why don't you just accept that and go home? Charlie, do you believe in shape-shifting? This is a funeral. We're, we're on the phone right now with Michael Horse. One of the reasons that, that, that X-Files was so successful was Chris Carter had his hands in everything. Yeah. And the, the one episode that I did is got Chris Carter. He says that, and that's one of the one of the few actual real cases hmm. in the in the FBI files. Oh, but wow. he says his fa- his favorite line in all the X Files is when the FBI go in the Indian bar, and the old guy in the back goes, "Go home, FBI." Coop, Dennis. It's a long story, but actually, I prefer Denise if you don't mind. Okay. Sheriff Truman? Pleased. Deputy Hawk? Denise Bryson, Drug Enforcement Agency. Now, I'll tell you a really funny story. When, when the company played uh, the transvestite FBI agent, yeah, right? Yeah, Denise, you know? right. Yeah. So, you know, the crew's kind of looking at him, you know, and, and, and you know, and, and I'm, I'm hanging with him, man, and I'm a big, big fan, and I got my arm around him, so I have pictures taken with him, you know? Mm, yeah. So when I, when I did X-Files, you know, I'm in the makeup truck, and I go, you know, I used to date David's sister. And they go, you know, my sister. So I show them the picture, and they say, you guys can keep this. So David comes in to get his makeup, and they go, yeah, Michael says he used to date your sister. And he goes, that's me, you idiot. Uh, and they go, we, don't, we, want to, we didn't want to say anything, but you're not the most attractive woman. You know? And that was our sneak preview of our interview we did with Michael Horse, a.k.a. Hawk, that will be presented on next week's show. Michael Horst does an amazing job. Yes. And it, I mean, he's a great actor, and he does an amazing job in in, in, in this performance as well. And yeah, actually, I, I was yeah. reading, I, I ran into one Twin Peaks article, I think it was like the top 25 actors of, of X-Files. And they actually, they had him as one of the best actors for the show. And I mean, they were talking... Over 200 episodes of X Files, and on wow. this on on this uh, on this article, they thought he was one of the best actors for the series, and that's saying a lot. I yeah, mean. and this was a, I think it was a good episode. Um, a lot of, I went online just to re, re, um, see what other people had said. And a lot of people said it was underrated, and some people said it was it was kind of a lukewarm uh, monster of the week. But Hit Hawks acting, most people always said how great. His acting was yeah, and the acting Horst was really amazing. good. And we got This is the first season too, so yeah. I mean, clearly uh, the the creators of X Files are still trying to get 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 
get the mythology together and getting the uh, yeah. how they're going to tell the stories and stuff like that. And it still was – you look at some of them and some of them were really bad episodes in the first season. I still yeah. think of that. There was one that was like a ghost in space, which was probably really bad. There was a couple really – like, <laughs> or the ghost in the machine. There was a few of them that was like, oh, that's really bad. Yeah. But like – but there was nothing like it on TV at the time. Oh, no. I mean... So this was before Sci-Fi Channel had, you know, shows like this coming out of their butt. Um, are, are you are you uh, more into the Monster of the Week or more into the mythology when it comes I, to X-Files? With X-Files, I've always been into both equally because the mythology episodes, they didn't do it all the time. Mm. And when they did, it's like, oh, I want more. But then monsters, some of the Monsters of the Week episodes were really good. The Freak episode uh, when they go to the Circus Freaks. Yes, you we're, we're going to get to that. Humbug. I mean, it's yes, not, Humbug. It's not yep. the next episode. I mean, the next one we're going to do is uh, with Don Davis. He played Major Briggs on Twin Peaks. But he also played Scully's dad, which is I uh, William Scully or Bill Scully. And mm-hmm. I thought we could play a clip from One Breath, which is in the second season. Uh, but before I get that, this is where, uh, you know, Jillian uh, Anderson in real life got pregnant. And actually, they had to basically get her out of the show for a while. And it was – actually, I think I think because of this, it, we they were able to build a mythology that, you know, mm. she was abducted and stuff. Like oh, that. yeah, yeah. I right remember Right now, this. she's having like a vision or a dream of her father. And I thought we could – She's on, yeah, she's on a table right now, laying down, it looks like asleep, and in Navy uniform, we have uh, uh, Scully. And, Scully. And their characters always seem to play the same characters. Yeah. Hello, Starbuck. It's Ahab. People would say to me, life is short. Kids grow up fast before you know it, it's over. I never listen. To me, life went at a proper pace. With many rewards. Until the moment that I knew I understood that I would never see you again. In my life, it felt as if it had been the length of one breath, one heartbeat. I never knew how much I loved my daughter until I could never tell her. At that moment, I would have traded every medal, every commendation, every promotion for one more second. We'll be together again, Starbuck. Not now. Soon. Yeah, they. Pl- it's um. It's funny how Hawk plays a character similar to the mm. one, and and he's playing a character similar. Right. He's similar a government man. He's a, he's he's in the military. He's a navy man here. Yeah. As a, as a, 
the interesting thing is like so uh, they tape cast them. Yeah. Well, the, here's the funny thing is so X Files uh, producers um, they he didn't have to he didn't have to uh, read for this part. They, they went they looking knew. for him, but they said to him, "We want you to be you know uh, uh, Scully's dad, but we don't want you to be Major Briggs. So you know try to be something different." Mm. But it's hard to separate. Yeah. And, and it's funny that we in in Twin Peaks, Major Briggs has this amazing uh, scene with Bobby Briggs talking about, "I saw your future. I saw this white." house and, yeah. and it's a really amazing monologue and then he gets the same similar kind of monologue with his daughter, daughter here yeah where it's like we're not able to communicate we're not communicating well but i want to express that i love you and i yeah. feel like both characters are trying to express how much they love so it's kind of there are some parallels going on so yeah. my theory is he had a daughter and a son and he's a time traveler <laughs> I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to mesh know, them together. I'm just trying to say. It's I'm writing to have fan these... fiction as we go along. Ben. He's a time traveler, oh. and he's had a son and a daughter. And it's really. I mean, it's amazing acting. Uh, unfortunately, Don Davis passed away some time ago. Oh wow! But uh, he, he's an amazing actor. I mean, like he just and he was a military man uh, in another life, and he's an artist, and there's so much. He's, wow. he, he, yeah, he's he's an amazing guy. But I I love that monologue. I love that that scene. And it's unfortunate that he wasn't able to express that to his daughter when he was alive. But uh, it's cool, cool scene. Yeah, stuff. definitely. So, uh, so uh, we see. Uh... We got time. We All got right. time. Let's do the. We have so, one more thing, right? Yeah, you're right. We have so we have one more, and and that you already brought it up, and that's uh, Humbug with uh, Michael J. Anderson, and I actually need a second to cue. This I think up it's right. one of my favorite episodes of X Files yeah, to this day. I believe Darren Morgan uh, uh, was the one that actually wrote this episode, and he's actually uh, producing, I think, and writing the new series as well. And like, really, excellent. that's exciting. Yeah, it's really great stuff, and um, and so yeah, the man from another place. Uh, is actually in this episode, and I, I love this dialogue that is coming up here. Going to be. Uh, sh- sh- do you have anything else to share about X Files? That- um. Well, while you're queuing this up, I mean, um, uh, I I I want to talk about the new series, and I'm sure we will maybe after the six episodes air, but it sounds like they're doing mythology monster of the week in the middle in mythology. So I'm interested. Yep. I think it's a bookend. I yeah, think it's, it's going to be mythology. And I think there'll be references. I mean, I think they'll yeah. do a better job than they did in some of the other previous seasons. Yep. Yeah, because there'll be uh, a Monster of the Week, and they wouldn't talk about anything right? with mythology. They wouldn't reference anything, and then you just get to an episode where they reference stuff. Yeah. All right, we'll play some uh, from, uh, I believe, again, season two, uh, and it's Humbug. Tell me, have you done much circus work in your life? And what makes you think I've ever spectated a circus, much less been enslaved by one? I know that many of the citizens here are former circus hands, and I just thought that maybe You thought been... that because I am a person of short stature, that the only career I could procure for myself would be one confined to the so-called big top. You took one quick look at me and decided that you could deduce my entire life. Never would it have occurred to you that a person of my height could have possibly obtained a degree in hotel management. I'm sorry, I meant no offense. Well, then why should I take offense? Just because it's human nature to make instantaneous judgments of others based solely upon their physical appearances? Well, I've done the same thing to you, for example. I've taken in your all-American features, your dour demeanor, your unimaginative necktie design, 
and concluded that you work for the government, an FBI agent. But you see the tragedy here? I have mistakenly reduced you to a stereotype, a caricature, instead of regarding you as a specific, unique individual. But I am an FBI agent. So yeah, I really like that episode that was written by Dan Morgan because it really talks about stereotypes of, you know, you have Michael J. Anderson who's who's a, a short person. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Mulder assumes that, oh, he must be part of the circus or was part involved. And I love Michael J. Anderson's, just, he's just so funny. And like, you don't get to see that in Twin Peaks. We only see him as the man from another place, you know, talking backwards. And he's just a strange character. And to actually see Michael J. Anderson's performance, you know, in yeah. X-Files is, is great. And it's an amazing performance. I thought, I've only seen him, Twin Peaks, and um, what was the movie? Um, Mulholland Drive, oh, yeah. and then I watch this, and I'm like, oh my god, he really shows his acting chops. Yeah, like it's not like you say, um, it really shows his acting skill yeah. in this episode, and I love that dialogue. Yeah, uh, it's, that, so it's a great whoever wrote that, Darren Morgan. Darren Morgan, <laughs> yes, was awesome. And like for a TV show, I actually appreciate when a show or a movie doesn't make fun of someone's disability for. A, a cheap joke. Yeah. Um, when you watch a show and there's someone that's short or what, what or have you, fat or they're just different. Yeah. And, and it's they like cheap they, laughs, cheap, cheap laughs. laughs, and they but they play it off like they're just normal people, right. and they are. And I, I I enjoy a movie that can stay away from those cheap laughs, right. and I love how he sticks up for himself. Yeah. And, and the funny thing is, he's like, well, I can reduce you to being um, a government worker, and it's like, oh, well, I, I am. am. I am. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, I, there's a couple other things that I I, I want to talk about the, the kind of the connections between X Files and Twin Peaks, and. And All right, here we I, go. You've been watching. You've been watching uh, X Files. You've, you've seen about eighteen episodes. Do you remember that there are UFOs in Twin Peaks? Yes, uh, briefly because I haven't gotten any. I mean, where I am in the story, but the only UFO um, connection for me is when um, the the that thing is printed out. And it says yes. uh, it's from the stars. The owls are not what they seem. The owls are not the seem. And it's printed out on that old-fashioned printing paper. Yes, and, that's right. Yeah. And, um, and the Sarge, he's the one that has and shows it to Cooper. Then we've seen a flash of white light in the woods. Um, that was after we found out who the killer was. And Cooper's going fishing, and he's going to take a pee. And the big flash white light shows up, and um, yeah, like like UFO abductions or something, yeah, right? I mean, he disappeared. If, 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 if you didn't, if you put down the X Files music, you would think that uh, that uh, that the aliens were coming to get the people. And, and so, the first episode of X Files, there's a big flash of white right, light in right, the woods. The, the, right, there's a girl in the woods, and the light, and and this happens again. I mean, they, they yes. revisit that same. Oh, you you haven't seen season seven? They actually do go back to that same. Oh wow! Place, yeah, yeah, that same location. And uh, yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to do a clip of Major Briggs coming to uh, Cooper's hotel room to talk to him about the message that he has. So uh, if we want to play a, a clip, we can just. I have a message for you. From whom? Now, I'm not at liberty to reveal the nature of my work. This secrecy pains me from time to time. 
Any bureaucracy that functions in secret inevitably blends itself to corruption. But these rules I have pledged to uphold, and I believe a pledge is sacred. Speaking as a man and a fellow employee of the federal government, so do I. Well, I may reveal this much. Among my many tasks is the maintenance of deep space monitors aimed at galaxies beyond our own. We routinely receive various communications, space garbage to decode. So it That's the scene I was talking about. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. what you were talking about, but it makes it out to be, it, it, it appears that he's searching for UFOs. I mean, like yeah. he's talking about deep space. I mean, it, it, it yeah. So there's, yep. you, you hit both of them. I had these in the notes that it was Major Briggs going to Cooper to talk about, uh, yeah, about, it seems like outer space. He's getting, he's getting communication from outer space. This is, this was the, uh, the, the second episode of this, uh, of the, uh, yeah, it was the second episode season, of the first uh, of season two. two. Yeah, and it will be revisited again. And we're, I we're haven't not, gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there yet, so we're not going to talk about it. All right. But I will say we're, we're very close to getting that point. I I was kind of hoping they didn't just drop the ball on that. Yeah, it was funny how they they kind of dealt with it and then left it alone for a while. And yeah. Really, I mean, we're talking maybe you know twelve episodes later or something because well yeah something like that. Yep. Maybe not that. Because where I am, Major Briggs is gone. He disappeared because right. of the white light. And as though he was abducted. Or something. He's abducted, and I'm yeah. thinking in my head, oh, the aliens or something. Yeah. Things yeah, yeah, back, yeah, yeah, you know. Right. So, um, what else do I want to say about that? So, yeah, that's really interesting. And and when it, uh, see how I can phrase this, it's like <laughs> upcoming episodes will continue the story of what happened to Major Briggs, and more elements related to UFO abductions will be talked about. I'm not saying it is UFO abductions, but it's there is a, there is a parallel connection to that. All right. And um, I also want to say uh, the beginning of the first I mean sorry, the the first episode of the second season, we have the giant well, back in the day, people thought maybe the giant was an alien. You know, you mm. have you have Cooper in bed, and all of a sudden this white light comes, and there's this guy talking to him, and people thought, is he... I think it was... It might even have been uh, David Letterman said, oh, there's an alien in Cooper's bedroom or something <laughs> like that. So that's interesting. There's there's these connections like that. I guess you could go that route, but I, I consider it as a vision. But yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I'm not going to... I'll do my best. I won't spoil, but in the movie, Firewalk With Me, yes. there is talk about um cases and these cases could be you know you can kind of they're special cases so in some ways they could be like x-files and you know x-files has special yeah, yeah. cases I, yeah. won't, I won't even tell you what the name of the cases are but there's a special cases that that in, in and they could have landed on fox Mulder's desk right yes they're called something else but it's almost like an x-files in some that's ways. cool so yeah I like so that. that's pretty much that covers pretty much all of that um yeah, I, I I also wanted to talk to you about the comic books. I mean, we had talked about this before. Have you actually mm. read the newer comic books? Was it, is it season eleven, what, what, season ten? What okay, they so it? what happened is X Files ended, and then IDW um, decided we, we want to continue the X Files story in comic book form, mm. and this would be canon. And they did season ten, and now they are on season eleven on the comic book, um, and it continues from the show. Um, I have a lot of reading. I've been reading stuff. <laughs> I have those. I have not read them. Okay. You don't need to read the comics to get back into the show. Yeah. It's its own thing. Okay. But it continues the mythology, and it's the, from the show. Yeah. It's a continuation. Um, 
So now I had collected. Like, I, I want think they were to called read. Tops. Was it Tops? Tops Comics? did that, but they were mostly like retellings yeah. of the episodes. It wasn't that. It was all right. It was it all right. Was okay. These are really good. I have read a couple. Chris Carter did he direct or he supervised the comic book, the new comic book, the new comic book. I think Chris, they had his Chris blessing, yeah. and the writers involved, they all had they had to keep it together. Um, a little bit later on, we end the show with my interview with the Lone Gunman. Awesome. I do talk to them about this. Yeah, yeah. And even they told me that it is canon, um, and we go in about what happened to them and everything. And I'll let, yeah, I'll yeah. let that interview tell, speak, for speak for itself. Yeah, yeah. But this... This new season, six episodes, and it sounds like mythology, four episodes of Monster of the Week type thing, and then the last episode, it's bookmarked with another mythology, and I think it's all going to be tied together somehow. And cool, um, I'm very excited, and I want when I get to when I read the comics, I will bring it up. I'll have to tell you how it is. I've, yeah, I it's funny. I I've been a big comic collector. Forever, and I overcollect, and yeah. then I I don't have time to read them all. I think that's where I am in my life right now. Yeah. I I just don't have time yeah. to collect it. And I think they actually did come out with a trade tr- trade pack. I mean, they have it combined all yes. the all the comics into one book. Yep, you can yeah. you can pick that up. And my problem is, um, I'm trying to move away from the the monthlies and just get the um the graphic novel version, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I can read it because I'll read those quickly. Right. But if I buy every issue and then I'm like, oh, it looks like a daunting task. I'm yes. like, I got to sit there and read all those. So I don't know if this is deep, but I want. I also just want to talk about, real brief, the characters. We're talking about Cooper, Mulder, and Scully. And mm. I, I see these characters as flawed characters on a quest for enlightenment. I and totally agree. They, they're searching for something beyond their understanding. Mm-hmm. The truth, Bob, a place both wonderful and strange. And I kind of feel like... I feel like the journey that they're really going on is not really a place or a destination, but a journey of self-discovery of who they are. I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy, it's, but I mean, it's like... You're I, going deep. <laughs> real deep. Real deep. But I... I um, That makes perfect sense. I mean, Cooper, he he comes off as perfect in the beginning, like yes. a Boy Scout, yep. but you learn about his past, and I don't yeah. know everything about his past, but I'm learning more, and he's layered. You know, he is. and it's almost like someone maybe in the way I see him right now is trying to escape his past mm. and he's being perceived as a Boy Scout, right. but he has some problems. He right. has some issues. And then Mulder's the same way. And Scully, she's the same way too. And I mean, you know, I know. I, I, just I think different some, directions. Some, some people say, well, how is Scully? Well, Scully, I mean, she is somebody who I, I think she needs the approval of others. And, and I also think at the same time, she likes to... She she likes to uh, I can't think of the word she, she she wants to basically dismiss what Mulder has to say and I think she needs that combination of being approved but also be mm. able to prove Mulder wrong and I think that that really in some way that could be a flaw that she, she she yeah she I mean she was the balance for that show you couldn't just have what for writing purposes storytelling purposes just to have one guy be like aliens exist. Everything exists, but then she's that counterbalance, and yeah. I think she it works. It works because she almost is the the people watching, yeah. like us going, "Well, that could be." Yeah, we don't know, right. and she's that voice. Yeah, you got you, know? you definitely. If you so, I, I have my list of shows you have to watch before the new series of X Files yes. comes out, and and it really all surrounds between between Scully's baby, and so. 
I, th- I think I kind of said it at the beginning of this episode, but I want to. Re- uh, I just want to retell you this: that season eight, the two-parter, essence and existence. Okay. Uh, season eight fi- finale. Then there's season nine, titled it's I think episode nineteen, titled William, and then there's a two-parter finale mm-hmm. for, called The Truth. Okay. And they all kind of they all have to do with the baby and stuff. And I, I don't know. I I I've seen some stuff, and I think you've seen some stuff. Yeah, we won't go. I, we won't go into that, but. It's more of like a want. Like I'm hoping that this new series will kind of touch on this this idea of the child, the baby, Scully's yeah. baby. I'm hoping that that get, gets brought up. And these ep- these episodes, if you get to get get to watch them, I think it's it, it's great. I mean, you, you, I think yeah. Yep. And here's a question for you because I do not remember in the last X Files movie was the baby mentioned? I think it, yes, it was. It was. But we never saw it. Right. And now we're talking. How many years are we talking? I think thirteen Ooh. years at least. At least thirteen years since the. I'm trying to remember when the movie. I'm trying to remember when the show went off. It was a 2003. But the movie Thir- came out in 2000. 2000- well, I'm thinking about when the baby was born. Maybe. Oh. So I'm thinking at least thir- at least thirteen years. It's been. Yeah, and then the movie came out like in 2009 or 2010. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Or, eight. or no, maybe 2007, eight. 2007 or eight. I want to say eight. I want. I feel like it was ten years from the first movie, which yeah. was 19. So that make the child 98. ten ish if we're going in real time and now they come back and it's another five no 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 wait, no we're wait. not going it's no, not no. real time with the baby how old would the baby be i still think that let's say if the, if the show we don't want, nobody wants to hear about this i know i I'm, but I'm, i want to know i'm telling you i think it's 13 you think 13 i think the show went off the, basically the baby is about the, the time of season nine gotcha Okay, that no, makes like, sense. Or season eight. It would be season eight. So it's, uh, I'm going to say 13 years Okay, old, all right, roughly. 13, roughly. Hey, they don't want to hear that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> was there anything else I wanted to say about this? I thought there was one other thing I was going to bring up. Oh, I, I, we kind of moved past this, but just to go back real quick. Mm. Another flaw in Cooper, uh, real quick, was that you've seen this episode where he's, you know, Major Briggs and, and him are, are camping, and he's talking about, you know, did he make a mistake in how he rescued Audrey at One-Eyed Jacks? And yeah. he's kind of like, you know, he's on suspension now for the FBI and he's questioning like did I handle this poorly so you know he's, he seems like he's so well together but there's times mm. where he doubts himself and he has problems and, it's, and no, to me those are the best heroes those are the people that you know I even think of Luke Stalwarker he doesn't know if he can do it but he you know he goes on this journey and he becomes a Jedi Knight and like yeah. these, these characters that are flawed or are not perfect become the hero and yeah, yeah I think that's what makes good storytelling too and you uh, also you're learning about these characters as you go along, and you're learning. Yeah, just yeah. like you say. I mean, you're learning about them as they're learning about themselves. It's it totally. is the journey. It's awesome. I it's love not it. about the destination. It's not about the destination. It's all about right. the journey. And, and, and uh, the real good stories can do that. They yeah. can, they can go there. So I'd love you if you could share a little bit about your other podcasts. Like you've, you know, we've only been doing this. Six months or so, and you've yeah you you've got you've had another podcast. Oh. Would I say six years? How long have you? Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah, we started two thousand nine. Uh, uh, Mark and myself, we do another podcast. Now, nobody knows who Mark is. I know, right. but uh, my buddy Mark, uh, we we had we're on the radio, uh, college radio. We did that for like four or five years. 
We left that. We went to podcasting because we said, hey, we can do whatever we want. Mm. We loved it. And, we, and we've brought in other friends onto the show. You've actually been on the show once or oh twice. Oh, my gosh. What am I doing on that? <laughs> I don't remember this. You were. <laughs> um, I have the audio to prove it. Oh, and we've been doing the show. And we uh, it's weekly. We do it every Monday. It's What's the name of this podcast? The B&M Bake Podcast. Like B&M Baked Beans. A lot of people, I, I don't know why we picked this name. We're kind of stuck with it at this point because it's been six years. Um, I wish we picked a better name, but we embraced it. And what is this show? Uh, we just talk about uh, pop culture. We talk about, we, we do movie reviews, trailer reviews, comics. We talk about, so just about TV everything. shows, everything. Yeah. Uh, we talk about topical topics that's happening that week. Um, sometimes we get a little bit crazy. We'll talk about our personal lives. We try not to go there that that much. And if anybody thinks that we, <laughs> anybody thinks that we run out, we we ramble on. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of rambling on. I enjoy. It. I think you guys are funny, and I and I and I listen to it every week. And you guys are, you know, I think you're. Well, thank you, Ben. Was the last one uh, you guys did a trailer for uh, the Deadpool? Deadpool. Yeah. And we just did our Star Wars uh, spoiler. We, we spoiled spoil the cast, movie. Yeah. We spoil cast. Um, so we do stuff like that, right? And our next big movie, Batman Superman, and we just uh, we have a lot of fun, and cool. I think we've been and, picking and, and up you, a lot and, of. And so it was through this podcast that you did that you actually interviewed the lone gunman actors. Yes. So every year in Hartford, Connecticut, they do Kineticon, and we actually get to go there and hang out for the weekend and interview all the celebrities that show up. And I was so excited. They not they didn't just have one or two; they had all three of nice. the lone gunman. And I was surrounded by them, and I got to interview them, and it was nerve-wracking. It was very nerve-wracking, but I loved it. It was so cool. cool. Um, so I, so we'll, we'll end, we'll end we'll the show, show off we'll, with that interview. Yeah, nice. And um, I think people will enjoy it. I learned a lot, and it, it does indulge a little bit for this new season, and it tells you where they are, mm. and do they even know where they are? You'll They're find dead. out. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know. You got to find out Okay. Uh, with the interview. But, um, you know, yeah, very exciting. So So I think we should, that's a good place to end the yeah. show. Yeah. This is uh, Twin Peaks Unwrapped. You can check us out at? TwinPeaksUnwrapped.com. Yes, and you can send us emails at? TwinPeaksUnwrapped at gmail.com. And then we're on Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Twin Peaks Unwrapped, Unwrapped yeah. on Facebook. And uh, thank you for everybody. I've been... Uh, promoting our show on the Twin Peaks forums. Yeah. I'm part of the boards, and um, we get a lot of uh, reaction, and we're getting more likes. We hit over the 100 likes. Awesome. Uh, milestone. Cool. Yeah, I mean, definitely. But Twitter, out- we're, we're yeah. killing it on Twitter. Facebook is, I think Facebook is more, it, it's a tough one to connect, but with Twitter, um, You've been killing it with Twitter. Oh my lord! I mean, it's it's I yeah. I'm having fun. Yeah, talking we, with people. A lot of and, people. It's yeah. cool, and we get to meet a lot of people, and it's awesome though. Yeah. So check out. Go to Facebook. Like us there. Yeah. And, uh, and also, I mean, we never say this, but you know, the, the the podcast drops on Wednesdays. I mean, that's every Wednesday. Every Wednesday. Yeah, and we have not missed a week yet. We have gone uh, straight over thirty <sighs> I don't weeks. Know how we've thir- done it? Yeah. I'm <laughs> We've done it though. They know we do, but and I, I thank everybody for listening because we already hit a milestone on the hits uh, for our show. Um, yeah, we're well over uh, twenty thousand. Twenty thousand uh, plays. Big thank you to everybody who yeah. listens to us because that's awesome, and we were under thirty-five episodes. So that's pretty cool. That's awesome. It's awesome for us. Yeah. Um, and iTunes, 
keep rating us and commenting on us on iTunes. Please subscribe to us on iTunes. Right. It's and, free. And just to remind everybody again, Michael Horse next week. Oh, the big interview inter- with Michael Horse yes, is very AKA exciting. The Hawk. We were so excited, um, and it shows. And it, yeah, we loved it. Yeah. We we it was so loved nice it. of Michael Horse to take yeah. the time to talk to us, and he will he'll talk a little bit about uh, the promo that he recently did. So it'll be uh, pretty current. I mean, it's it'll yeah. be exciting to hear what he has to say. And we and hope maybe, to have him on, on again. Yeah, yeah, that'd be wonderful. Yeah. So uh, we'll leave you with uh, uh, Brian's interview with uh, the Lone, Lone Gunman, Gunman actors. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. See ya. We're here, BNM Big Podcast, and we have Tom, Bruce, Dean. Yeah. Yay. I got it all. I got it all right. Um, I'm super excited to have you guys here. I grew up as a teenager watching The X Files, loving The X Files, and it was something I watched with my dad and my grandfather, just always watching it. And then you guys came on, and it was even, it was like, it was cool because it was like a different part of the show. Ah. It was that layer of show I think a lot of people enjoyed. And then when you guys got your own spinoff. Right. And they stopped enjoying it. <laughs> no, you know, was it too much of a, a good thing? Um, yeah, it was all it was all the frosting, no cake. <laughs> but like, okay, so I got older, I had a job, I didn't watch TV as much, and I was talking to my friend who's another X-Files fan, and he says to me, he goes, you know they died. And I was just like, what? I know. And he goes, yeah. Now, we, we were discussing the last episode of The X-Files right. when you guys show up with right. Dave Duchovny in the, in the um, when he's going pee, yeah, and you yeah, guys show up. Yeah. Now, are you guys really his figment imagination, or do you think you guys really were there? Well, you haven't read season 10, IDW's X-Files comic book. I, I got the, I bought the last issue. Did you hear? No, I bought the last issue of the season, and I'm reading it from... I haven't read it. I just wanted to buy them all, and then I will read them oh, all at okay. once. Because I read them so quickly that yeah, yeah, I'm dying right. in for the next one. Right, so. right. Okay, so you're binge-reading comic yeah, books. I, I, binge, I binge-read them. Yeah. So there's my answer in that series. Okay, yeah, and that's official canon. Now, that, that's my other question. If that's official canon. In that, in that series, though, the way we teleport out of the desert, we must have been figments of his imagination, even if we weren't, in fact, dead. Because well, no. otherwise, what is it like? We have a jeep hidden behind the rock or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. No, no, no. Mulder's peeing. Quick, let's pull his trick on it. No, no. If we're buried under the Arlington Cemetery, spoiler, by the way, uh, then therefore we have a whole labyrinth of underground tunnels. All the way to the yeah. California yeah. desert? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. See, that's not hard. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, so that's all there with the maglev train a bit. That's how we get around so, the best. So, without ruining it, you guys are back in we're, season 10. We're back. We're alive. Now, I heard at the, like, I, I picked it up and I'm like, finally, I can binge read that. This is going to be the end because the series is coming back on. But I went to the last page and it says August series, uh, season 11. So I'm like, so are they going to make this go into the show? Yeah, well, that's what Joe Harris, the writer of the comic book, has to struggle with. So I IDW has put it on hold because they're not being told what these six episodes are. Oh. So the six episodes have to be completed and uh, ready to air before they're going to tell IDW what the deal is. And then from there, IDW then has to figure out how they're going to do season 11 of the comic book. And they won't oh air my God. They, they won't get that information until after the episodes air because of the sort of secrecy that's always around yeah. the making of the X-Files. No, January, always has right? been. They don't air until January 2016. 
So then IDW's next comic book after that will probably be as, as fast as they can write and ink it. Oh so, my god, so this can get really confusing. As much really as the show got confusing near the end. Right, think of Joe Harris's problem. That, <laughs> wow, yeah, wow. Exactly. So do you guys think, are you guys going to be in the show? Any word? We haven't heard a thing. And We've had this we're we're secret. Yeah. very vague rumor that we might possibly... You know, I, I think it's along the lines of, have we got an extra three minutes somewhere? Yeah, we need that to cut the pages. Yeah. In, you know? <laughs> we can get the gun in and like say something, and then yeah. uh, we shorten the show by two minutes. That would be cool, though. You guys just just at the end of the like sixth episode, cut to black, and then you got to wait till next January maybe. <laughs> and then you oh, guys yeah. are there. That would be it. The cliffhanger. The cliffhanger. Hey, Mulder. You know. Yeah. yeah. yeah donk, donk, donk on this door. Hello. He's taking another pee, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and he's in the bathroom. And you guys. <laughs> every time you pee, we're here. <laughs> Cut the black. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cut the black. Not again. Not again. Um, but no, but like, so what are you guys up to now? I saw, you were telling us before we started the interview, you're painting, you yes. have a comic. I got a comic? Yeah, come and promote it. I don't think I should promote it because there's only 13 left. They'll probably go at this convention. Oh. So this is a rare collector's item of uh, why the Lone Gunman was canceled. All true story of how our show came together, how it fell apart. Written by me, drawn by me, and from my perspective, here we are in set. And then, you know, all of us hanging out. There we are at a party, wondering what the hell's going on. <laughs> Oh yeah. Oh, we're looking at other costumes. Tom takes pictures of all the costumes. Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Great. Oh yeah. She's good on And the oil paintings too. Oil you've got, paintings. Yeah, he's got oil paintings and whatnot. You can buy it off his website. Yeah. You buy yes. Yeah. Once I get it working. This is the allegory of the lone gunman, taken from a uh, 1609 German painting, which was called the allegory of the birth of Friedrich Hans Westberger or something. Wow. And then I took out key elements and put in our faces and computer parts. That is so awesome. So the original is a 10-foot uh, canvas by four and a half feet. Now, where is that hanging? Uh, in a collector's house at the really? moment. Yes. Wow. You really bought it. Yeah, I, I, I don't blame them. Yeah, I know. No, maybe, oh my maybe God. Maybe you'll get a copy of this to, to put next to it. Yeah, <laughs> what, the print? Here's, <laughs> yeah. the, here's the tiny print of that glorious 10-foot ten, ten canvas. That is awesome. And yeah. what are you guys up to? Well, I'm just, I'm still acting in, up in Vancouver. Uh, I've got something, uh, I'm not going to explain, you know, I've got an acting job mm -hmm. when I get back next week, so, yeah. Uh, nice, nice. And I'm retired, so. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a cabin up in the So he's office. actually the busy one. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's one's, great. Got too much to do. Yeah. yeah. I got grandkids. And, you know, yeah. Oh, that's a full-time job right there, I'm yeah. Good. Nice. Well, I thank you, gentlemen. Well, thank I appreciate you. it. So, Pleasure. It has been awesome. Nice and Pleasure. you made this little boy very happy. Uh, um, and you listen to B&M Podcast? B&M Baked Podcast. Baked Podcast. Like Brian it. Mark. Oh, I get it. And oh, okay. Kind of it. like the baked beans. I get yeah, it. Yeah, we want baked beans route. And then people are like, is it about farting? What's it about? <laughs> <laughs> A podcast about farting. farting. Yeah. Okay, I believe it. Yeah, yeah sure. it could be. It could be. An but, hour long. Yeah, <laughs> an hour long fart. Uh, but no, thank you very much, guys, for <laughs> being you. on the show. You bet.